I'm really working very hard to try to get some things Welcome coordinated. Everyone. Ah, hold on. Okay, just had to fix that. Anyway, um, so I bought a new camera, and so hopefully that is working a little bit better. I am still kind of futzing with, you know, my old computer and everything. So anyway, we will carry on, and uh, it looks like the sound is working. It looks like the video is working. So let's give it a try, shall we? And I am pre-recording this to, so that I'm going to be posting it on Blog Talk Radio later. So I'm not going to be doing the two at the same time. Anyway, hi. Uh, welcome. And I hope that everyone is having an excellent and wonderful summer solstice. Yay! So the interesting part is, is that there's so many traditions and there are so many peoples around the world who consider today a very, very special day. One, it's the point where the sunlight is at its greatest. At We have more sunlight today than we will for the rest of the year. And starting tomorrow, the light will start to lessen and lessen until we go into winter. So the idea is that this is a time of appreciation. It's a time of gratitude. It's a time of, you know, as the old saying goes, making hay while the sun shines. So what it is that we need to do at this point is to really focus on what it is that matters to us. What are the things that help us to really appreciate our lives? And I have been doing a lot of uh, work and talking with people about different aspects of healing and about ways to deepen your connection with the world around you and maybe even with other people. And each morning I send out tweets that are just kind of thoughts for the day that I hope will resonate with somebody. And a few that I did recently seemed to resonate quite a bit and I kind of wanted to touch on those. And especially in the spirit of this is that point from here on in, there's less light. And for people with seasonal affective disorder, this can be a very difficult time of the year because it's sort of that impending, all right, you got to kind of prepare for that point when you're not getting enough sunlight and that can affect your mood. And then that's like a biochemical thing that happens. So how can we kind of support ourselves in the best way that we can in order to be able to make it through these tough times. So I, one of the, one of the tweets that I posted was about the idea of a balance buddy. And a balance buddy is somebody that you can talk to, someone who will sit and listen and not try to solve your problems, but who will help you to solve your own, to help you find your own space. And it's someone who I, I'm very blessed to have a few of these in my life where you can, I can go and I can vent and they listen and then they say, okay, so um, what does this mean? You know, I mean, it really triggers you. You want to talk about it. And so as I talk about it, 
I sort of find my own path through to be able to say, oh, okay, this is what's really bothering me. This is, this is the part that's really hitting me hard. And those are really good things to have. It's really good to have somebody who can sort of, who, like I said, who's not trying to fix you or who you can hold that place for because you're not trying to fix them. You just want to give them enough time to where they can kind of figure out what it is that is going on with them and find that way to solve it. So, and, and if you hear like a, a fan noise, my other laptop is, uh, has for some reason has its fan going. So, you know, I, hopefully the audio on this will be okay. Uh, another one of the things that I tweeted, which is what I tweeted this morning was about problem solving using the imagination. And as we go into summer and it's that kind of, you know, fun time and people are out and, and, you know, staying up later and being able to enjoy themselves. If you're on summer vacation, enjoy it. <laughs> Those of us who work year round, it, it's yeah nice to remember when we had summer vacations, but it's sort of a carefree time, but at the same time, it's in the back of the mind, okay, you know, what do I need to do for fall? How do I, how do I put together the things I need to put together? And sometimes the idea of looking into the future can be a little bit scary because maybe you don't have the answers. And what I tweeted today had to do with when you have an emotional based problem or, or a problem that either you've got fear around or that you've got um, some sort of apprehension around. And those things can make it very difficult to problem solve when, when there's that emotional piece, when, when there's that kind of gut fear piece. So the idea of using your imagination, going back to the days when you'd play let's pretend, there is nothing wrong with let's pretend. So consider the possibility of imagining that your, your situation is a work project and you are the one hired to be the project manager and you're in charge of the job and it's your job to look at the situation, to look at what your goals are, to look at what your resources are, to look at what your challenges are and objectively break it down and figure out what you need to solve that. And I brought that up because sometimes while I'm, or most of the time while I'm walking my dog, something will come up. Uh, this was something that kind of started hitting into the back of my mind yesterday that it might be valuable to have some tools for problem solving. And this is one of my favorites. Because what it does is it takes me out of the place where there's either anger or, or guilt or resentment or hopelessness or fear. And I'm able to put it in a place where, okay, if this were just a job that I were doing, I wouldn't really feel any of those things, but it would just be about, okay, let's take care of the job at hand. And by being able to do that, it makes it, almost like a, a solving a mystery and being able to put pieces together and, and problem solve, but without that emotional piece in it. So that's something I recommend. 
because as we move into this second part of the year, and before we know it, fall's going to be on us. Those of you who are going back to school will be back in school. Those of you who are preparing for whatever it is, getting all the rest of the stuff you need to get done this year, I've got a nice big list myself of things that I need to get done you know, between now and the rest of the year. And being able to just kind of embrace that and say, all right, what do I need to do to break it down? I'm not going to worry about whether or not I can get it done. Because once you decide in your mind that it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of how, then it becomes just a problem to solve. And one of the other things that I had tweeted earlier this week was the idea of mysteries. And I was on a long drive with some friends and they put on an audiobook. And it was amazing to me how quickly I got into, wow, you know, this is a mystery and who are the suspects and, you know, kind of going over in my mind, trying to, to use the clues to figure out what was going on. And I realized that I hadn't had that in a long time. I mean, honestly, we have the collective knowledge of humanity, you know, almost fully at our fingertips, which means that we don't have to really do any work to get an answer. I mean, back in the day, and for those of you who, you know, can join me way back when, um, we had to go to the library. You know, if you had a report to do, if you had research to do, you had to get up, you went to the library, you got the resource books, hoping that nobody else had the one you needed. And then you would sit and you'd take notes and you'd read one thing and read another. So there was a lot more involved in getting to that point where we knew something. And now it's just, you know, a few hits. I mean, it's not even having to be on the computer. I mean, you know, you can use your phone and tap into whatever it is you need. And the good thing about solving a mystery, it means that you're using both sides of your brain. You're using the logical and you're using the creative and imaginative. So the idea of tapping into that and redeveloping that part of you, that, that intellectual piece, I think is a really important part of being able to problem solve much more easily in your own life. And like I said, you know, this is summer, this is playtime, but it's also a time when a lot of people end up with at least a little bit of spare time. So I encourage you to use that spare time wisely. If you find that you've got some extra time, uh, consider maybe a problem that you've got coming down the pike and you're not sure how you're going to solve it, or it's something that's kind of been nagging at the back of you and you want to be able to get that solved. So using imagination, using the idea of reframing it into something that has less of an emotional attachment, to be able to use your time to maybe spark up that idea of solving a mystery, of reading mystery novels. Uh, I remember when I was back in chiropractic college, one of the instructors who was an older gentleman, he had been an MD and and so he was um, Dr. Brown. And I really liked him. He was, he was very, he always wore his white coat and, 
his posture, I mean, for somebody who taught at a chiropractic college, his posture was excellent. He always held himself up straight. And one day he told me that the best thing that I could do in order to become a doctor was to read Sherlock Holmes. And I wondered why. And he said, because you need to hone your skills of deductive reasoning. And one of, I think it was like one of the famous Sherlock Holmes quotes was, if you rule out everything that's impossible, then whatever's left, no matter how improbable, must be the truth. So I actually got into reading some Sherlock Holmes and watching Sherlock Holmes movies. And I do love the whole differential diagnosis piece because it's like solving a mystery. Think of the things in your life that could be like solving a mystery, whether it's what happened to something or how to figure out your way out of a problem. Deductive reasoning is very, very helpful in that because it's about what is the evidence, what do you have, what do you know, and what is it that you don't know. And once you figure out what you don't know, then you can figure out how to find it out. So take this time during the summer as you go out and you spend time out in the sun. I mean, you know, take a book with you or even take an audio book with you. Listen to something, you know, distract yourself. Because as we move through and, and there's been a lot that has gone on in the world, you know, we're, we're starting summer, you know, usually summer is that carefree time. Well, not so much these days. It's not so carefree and, and lighthearted because we do have a lot of stuff that we deal with in the world. We do have a lot of stuff that is coming at us in information that really it's very easy to lose heart. It's very easy to kind of, you know, have something weigh you down. So this is about finding that point and that time to make hay while the sun shines to use this time that we have that it's a little bit lighter, you know, get outside and you know, get into the nature and, and find a park to walk through or go out to the ocean or go to a desert. I mean, there is nothing like looking up at the night sky in a desert when there's no other lights around. I mean, it's, it's like everything is right there, just above you to see. Find a way to connect, find a way to relax, find a way to de-stress. Maybe your form of de-stressing is going to an amusement park and riding a roller coaster until you can't stand up straight. Then do that. Embrace summer. Remember what summer was like when we were kids? Remember when you know, there was that countdown on that last day before summer vacation. And being a teacher, or having been a teacher at that point, believe me, the teachers are doing that countdown too. But as we consider and think about, oh, all the things we're going to do, I mean, I remember that last bell ringing and heading out and enjoying myself and just relaxing and realizing, wow, I've had back in, back then, it was three months that you were going to because it was june july august and then you started school in september and so the idea of having all of that time 
just to sit and, and, you know, you get your chores done early. I mean, we used to go down to the high school and they would open the pool in the summer. And, you know, you remember when you'd go down to the local pool and just enjoy and talk with your friends. But the thing is, we were always outside. I mean, my mom was a firm believer in, okay, you've done breakfast, you've had your chore, you've done your chores, now get out, do something out there, come back for lunch, get out again, and then come back for dinner. And it was always be home before the streetlights came back on. And so we would be out there and we'd be playing and, and riding our bikes and, and doing all kinds of stuff and going to the library and going down to movies when you could still afford to go to a movie. And we'd be out and playing and enjoying and living and breathing and exhausting ourselves. And then, you know, it would start to, the light would start to go dim. And we all knew, all us kids knew that we had that requirement. You be on your front porch by the time the street lights come on. And we would head home and we would time it just right. And you hit the porch and then mom would be, you know, cooking something and we'd go in and talk about our day and knowing that the next day was going to be pretty much the same. I mean, occasionally there'd be maybe a trip to the beach or maybe there'd be a trip to an amusement park. And then once we got a little older, then, you know, summer was our summer job. And my first summer job was working at Great America. And it was a lot of fun. But no matter what, when we were, you know, when we were younger, summer meant that wonderful escape from the routine. And I mean, it almost reached the point by the time that fall hit. Well, we were ready to go back to school. We were, you know, you went out and you got your new school clothes. And then you uh, got all the paperwork filled out. And you know, in, in in the age of technology, I'm sorry, why do you have to fill out the entire packet for every kid? Just give one piece of paper and let us all let you know list the names of your children. But you filled out your packets and you, you know, got your hair cut or you whatever it was that you did and you bought your school supplies and, and you got your binders and all of that stuff and your number two pencils. And it was fun and it was exciting. And it was also that point when we realized, okay, we got to get down to work again. But to have that break, give yourself a break. If you, I mean, almost none of us can take an entire summer off. Or if you can, God bless you. You know, I'm, 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 I'm happy for you. But if you can at least take a little bit of time, take a little bit of, of that magic that we used to have. And while you're enjoying it, while you're finding that space to enjoy, make sure that you're using that time productively. Start working on your deductive reasoning skills because that plays straight into using your imagination to solve a problem. Because then as the project manager, as the person in charge of solving the problem, pretending that, okay, this is a work problem. This isn't something that, that is emotionally tugging at me. This is just a problem to be solved. By being able to do that, it's amazing how much more productive you can be, how much more creatively you can think. 
because I mean, we're, we all have issues and problems and things that are weighing on us and for whether it's relationships or something related to your work or finances or, you know, just stress. How do you manage the stress in your life? If you can bring in that slight little bit of objectivity, if you can detach just a little bit from the emotion and make it a project to be resolved, make it something to work on that it doesn't have the level of attachment that it did. Because honestly, once you can do that, then it, your brain just kind of flows more quickly. And if you fed it a little bit of fuel, of, I mean, you know, whether it's maybe have a Netflix night for, for old mysteries or, you know, and, and for me, I love like the old black and white, you know, mysteries. I love old television. I love the old movies. So for me, getting back into that is really very enjoyable where there's a mystery to solve and, you know, they don't tell you what happened, but you've got to figure it out along the way. So you can exercise your mind. You can exercise your imagination. You can exercise your creativity. And if you're having trouble doing it on your own, that's when also your balance buddy can come in because when you go or they come to you and somebody needs to vent about a problem that they're having a hard time solving, that's when you can become the, the mystery team. You can become a, a, a problem-solving duo and you can solve that mystery by helping one another, by being there for one another, by offering perspectives maybe the other person can't see because they're kind of stuck in it. So enjoy the summer. Use the summer. Allow that extra time to go out, enjoy life, find something that you like to do, even if it's going down and, you know, walking around a rose garden or finding a, a quiet space at a playground where you can just sit, maybe set up a lawn chair and read a book. Or if you live near the water or like going to it, go to the beach and just sit with your lawn chair and read or, or consider or even just sit. I mean, there's nothing that helps me solve a problem more than sitting near the ocean. And as I'm listening to the tide go in and out, it sort of calms me to the point where I can go, okay, what is it that I'm really dealing with here? What is my real problem? What is the real thing that I need to address? And as you do that, problem solving becomes easier. You become less attached. You become able to say, okay, if I can calm down and if I can think clearly, I can solve this. And I know where I can get help because we're all in this together. And it's just awesome that you have made it through 100% of all the things that you've ever encountered. I mean, honestly, you have. Everything, no matter how hard or scary it became, you were able to make it through 100% of it. So appreciate that. You know, don't think that you're not smart enough to solve problems. Don't think that you don't have the life wisdom or that you, you know, don't have college education or that, you know, maybe you studied the wrong major or whatever. Never believe that you cannot solve something. 
I mean, you may need help with it, but you, you can solve anything. You are creative and you're smart and you're bright and you're imaginative. And with all of those things, you can figure a way out of something and go to the internet. Because like I said, we have the collective knowledge of humanity thus far, basically at our fingertips. Utilize it, research things and make the most of the summer. Make hay while the sun shines and have a blessed solstice. And thank you for joining me. And hopefully this new camera is working a little bit better, but if you would like to support me and this channel and help build our community, you can like, you can subscribe. You know, it's always great to see new people coming in and make sure that you click the little bell and you can, um, you can comment because I do like reading the comments and I do respond to them. You can also follow me on Twitter and you can join my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And if you follow me on Twitter or join the Medicine Walk Facebook page, then uh, you will also see my tweets each day. And if you have any comments about them, please let me know. If you have any topics you would like me to cover, please let me know. So thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Bye.